Living Show, a show dedicated to the discussion of resiliency and the women who portray it all oh, so well. Each week, I will hold a conversation with some of the world's most resilient women. Remember, I am resilient, but guess what? You are too. Let's get started. Man, y'all should see me in here. I am really jamming. I live for positivity, and that song is exactly that. That's Alex Newell. Keep it moving. You gotta get up and keep it moving. That, that's a mantra. 
get up and keep it moving and speaking of keeping it moving that's exactly what we're going to do today in the resilient living room no special guest it's one-on-one with me and we got a lot to talk about i want to make sure we're getting everybody moving and keeping them resilient in 2021 we're at the end of the first month of 2021 so we got to make things shake pop and happen and we're going to do just that in a few minutes stay tuned To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great rates, we gave this song surprisingly great lyrics. Hey neighbors, when your claims get hard to file, State Farm's got the switch it up style. Great rates save you cash, so if you come join us, you'll get your coins up. Oh, now you know you can say that dough. And you're covered on your ride and your home. For great service on the low, then call up State Farm, it's time to switch it up. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And speaking of State Farm, I personally recommend Verdell Jones at www.verdelljones.net for all of your financial, auto, home, all those needs, all those insurance needs. You need to contact her at State Farm. I love State Farm. But speaking of that, today we're going to hold our conversation because, you know, we're in the resilient living room. It's the 23rd of January. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? We are embarking on February of 2021. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, in having conversations with so many people and talking, I I wanted people to understand that yet last year taught us some resiliency. And that's that's the whole premise of this show to keep resilient living alive. But I wanted to share some nuggets about what it means to actually be resilient. Like what what does that mean? And so I want today to focus on understanding the lettering behind the word resilient. We know it to be a dictionary word. We know what it means to withstand and overcome battles. We know what it means to experience it because like myself, so many of you are resilient, but do we really know what it's going to take to be resilient in 2021? We understood what it meant to be resilient in 2020, but in 2021, we need to know what it takes to sustain resilience. And so in the essence of doing that, we're going to hold a discussion about being resilient and what does that mean? So let's just get to it. You know, I don't I, I'm I don't want to waste your time. I know you're eager to hear that. So I hope you have your paper and your pen. And if not, just go back and press play again and again and again so that you can understand that words have power and words have meaning. And by definition, they have meaning. But by life circumstances, those meanings are made present. So when I thought about the word resilient, I thought about being ready essentially so the word the the letter r in the word resilient means to be ready and what does being ready mean i know what you're saying okay so i can just get ready and be resilient no you have to be ready to be resilient because things are going to happen obstacles are going to come life is going to shake things are just going to be what they are and sometimes they're in your control and sometimes they are not but you have to be ready for that you have to push yourself beyond yourself to say this is what I want these are my dreams these are my goals this is what's going to happen and by any means necessary I'm going 
going to do that. Being ready means putting yourself in position. Sometimes we're not in position to be used. We're not in a position to be called. We're not in a position to grow because we're essentially not ready. You imagine going to pick up somebody and say, hey, I'll be there at 830. And then at 830, you're blowing the horn or you're at the door or you're sitting in the living room waiting because that particular individual is not ready. And so being ready means that you're actually ready to take on life's challenges. You're ready to take on nuances. You're ready to grow. You're ready to succeed. So when you think of the word resilience, think of the R as being ready. And then, you know, you have that first E. And that first E, you have to be eager. And I was sharing with someone uh, not too long ago that there's a difference between being eager and being hungry. You know, when you're hungry, you pretty much eat anything to get full. But when you're eager for something, the anticipation of getting that is what feeds you, even if you do not get something that will sustain you. Eagerly knowing that it's on the way, eagerly knowing that it's going to happen, eagerly knowing that this year is my year, that puts you in a position of being resilient. A lot of things are going to occur that is going to taint your eagerness. You were excited on December 31st, and then here it is February 1st coming in the next week, and you're not as excited. That eagerness has slowed down. And so I I want to encourage all of my listeners, and I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for your feedback. But I want to encourage you to be eager in 2021. Eager about what you're hearing, doing, be intentional for for most, but be eager about the next steps, what's to come, what's going to happen. The S, I want you to study. And when I say study, you know, we've read all the books, we've read all the magazines, we've done everything, we wrote our lists, we are making our vision boards. But when I say study, I want you to study the person that you want to emulate. And when I say emulate, meaning you desire to do business on the level that they're doing business. Now, I'm not giving you a pass to copy. And I and I have to say that because sometimes we say, oh, that's my mentor. And we go and copy and paste their entire life. Or we say, oh, I look up to that person and we go and duplicate their every move. And sometimes we duplicate things and we don't give people credit. We don't say thank you. We don't let them know that they uh, made a milestone in their life and different things like that. So when I'm saying study, I'm saying that you study and follow the patterns of how people do business. You know, I'm a huge Beyonce fan, but I'm a I'm an even bigger Beyonce and Jay-Z fan because I love the way they do business individually as well as a couple. And it's a lot of people that I look up to uh, both on a local scale as well as on an international scale of how they do business, how they conduct themselves, how they respond to things. But it doesn't, it doesn't give me a pass to go and copy what they're doing. I have to find my own way, but I just like to pattern myself, if we could use that word, pattern myself in that. And that is a form of studying. When I remember seven years ago, when I first started out in one of my businesses, I would study this particular business on Instagram because she was where I wanted to be. And I studied her pattern and studied the things that she did because she was exactly where I saw myself going. And that is what you need to do. Being resilient doesn't mean that you are going to take on all your mountains by yourself. You're going to need some help. You're going to need some supporters. You're going to need some real friends who are going to tell you the truth. You're going to need transparency. And most importantly, you're going to need to study because you have you don't have it all. You don't know everything. This is a growing process. And 
even if you're desiring to do business on the entrepreneurship level or just as an individual, you want to personally grow. Study the person that you want to personally grow like. Okay, so focus on that. That I is going to be for invest. It's a lot of times I see people and they're, they're, they're doing business, they're, they're doing their growth and all of these things, but they don't invest in themselves. And so they still have the same attitudes and the same mindsets and the same uh, display of how they do things from the years past. Investment is not always financial. Investment is, is, is ensuring that the product and the service that you are producing or what you're or what you're giving to people, the service that you're offering to people, that is up to par. You know, it's nothing worse than having a service and saying that someone's not as supporting and you haven't supported it yourself. You should be your first client. You should go to your website and try to order something for the first time. You should listen to your voice on a podcast or on a, on a radio or, or read your own script before you press send or something like that because you have to invest in yourself first before others can invest in you. My coach, uh, Victoria Baylor, love her to death. She's out of uh, Savannah, Georgia as well. But she was my business coach and she would tell me, you know what, Tia, if people trust you, they'll spend money with you. That's an investment. If I spend money with you, if I spend time with you, if I validate who you are on any level, that's an investment. So make sure you're investing in yourself. L, I want you to learn from your mistakes. There's nothing worse than allowing people to pigeonhole you for your past. I don't even address my past. I address the present. So if we're talking about something that I did, I want you to tell me something that I'm doing. You know, you, you can't tell me, oh, 10 years ago, I remember when you did such and such and such, because that lets me know that's where I left you 10 years ago. What I want you to do is capitalize on your mistakes. Learn to tell your own failures before someone else does. It, it takes everything out of their get back spirit when you have already addressed the elephant in the room to begin with. No one can hold that against you. Your mistakes are lessons. And believe it or not, the people who are quickly to call out your mistakes are the ones who are going to use your mistakes as fuels as to what not to do going forward. So you make sure you're learning from your mistakes. Don't just sit there and wallow in them. Don't say, well, you know what? I'm on my 10th business and it still hasn't worked. Let me explain something to you. There are 26 letters in the alphabet. So if plan A doesn't work, you have 25 more letters to work with. And if you want to turn those into years and say, well, hey, year one didn't work. I have 25 more years to get it together. Look at the average millionaire. They're not 10 years old. They're not 20 years old. The average millionaire has went through some things and some trials and some eras to get to where they are. You got to be prepared to do that. The second I is implement new ideas. If last year's ideas did not work, sit down, pull out your paper, the drawing pad, the sketchboard, the notepad, whatever you have to and re-implement your ideas. Doesn't mean that you do not have to do them or doesn't mean that your plan works, shut down the business and all of that stuff. No, just re-implement new ideas. Just think of something new to do. It's a new year. Think of something new to do. I remember when I first started out in business, there were a lot of people doing the same thing that I was doing, but I did not stop. I just kept re-implementing new ideas because I always wanted to stay ahead of the curve. I always wanted to stay ahead of the competition. And what we have to realize is I hear people say that all the time. There's no, there's no competition. Of course there is. 
There's every restaurant investor right now has someone sitting to the table coming up with a new sales and marketing plan because there is competition. Every department store is sitting down thinking of a new game plan because there is competition. There's always going to be competition. But what makes you competitive is when you remain in the market. If you quit, fold up shop, close, etc., then you're no longer competitive. And so then, yes, there will be no competition. E, eliminate negativity. I can't express this enough. I spent the entire 2020 talking about nothing but positivity. I don't care what I was going through in my personal life. That was not to be shared unless I was sharing it with people who had just as much to lose as I do. I never vent down. I always vent up because the important piece of that is when you're venting down and I'm saying down as far as when you're telling people things and personal things that you're dealing with and they have not experienced your growth, then you put yourself in a position to be equal to them, to be right there with them eventually. But when you vent up, you're telling people who already have just as much as you to lose and you can feel safe in that and you can be transparent with that. Eliminating negativity is simple. I change four people in my phone to scam likely because I don't answer my scam likely calls. And so I change those numbers to scam likely so that when I see scam likely come up on my phone, I have no idea who it is. And it wouldn't even matter if it's a relative or a close friend. I don't have time for negativity. So I have to constantly surround myself with something that's going to fuel me. Negativity drains me because we know that energy is transferred. And so I need positive energy so that I can remain positive and eliminating the negativity. Never give up. That's the end in the resilient. Never give up. I don't care what happens. I have experienced a lot. Some people know, some people don't know. I don't rehash the story all the time. I am very transparent. I do like to be straight up and straightforward with people. And I'm one of those ones. I'm going to tell my business before you do type people. However, I never gave up. And a lot of what I'm experiencing, a lot of the blessings, a lot of the goals that I'm crushing are because I never quit. I am up when people are sleeping. I I am dreaming when people are partying. I am investing when people are spending. So I know what it takes to be successful. I don't have the blueprint. I don't have the game plan because again, I'm I'm doing that S part in resilient. I'm still studying those who are above and those who I desire to emulate, but I'm never going to give up. No matter what happens, I'm not shutting down shop on myself. I may pivot. I may change courses. I've had programs that I've had to change the name of. I've had to pivot into other programs, but the definition and the underlining meaning and the common denominator of those goals were still met. The lastly is the T of resilient. And that means teach someone else. A lot of times we get in a position where we feel like, oh, well, I had to learn the hard way. Someone, so-and-so is going to have to learn the hard way. I'm not going back to show anybody X, Y, and Z. And, and that's not really fair because we should always be in a position to go back and get, get someone. I heard a young lady say that she read something where it says, when you get to the top floor, send the elevator back down. And I told her, I said, well, you got to make sure you're sending it down to people who are ready. You got to make sure you're sending it down to people who are eager. You got to make sure you're sending it down to people who have been studying. You're sending it down to people who have invested in themselves. You're sending it down to people who have learned from their mistakes. You're sending it down to people who implement new ideas. You're sending it down to people who eliminate negativity and you're sending it down to people who never gave up. That in itself is teaching someone else. I heard Tyler Perry say when he was getting a reward that we got to help others cross. And I firmly believe in that, but we have to help 
help those who want to help themselves. I am an advocate for giving the game away, but I had to learn in 2020 that it's not about what I say, it's about what I do. And people who believe in me and follow me, if they if they follow closely, I still give nuggets away, but I don't give them away verbally. I'm showing you through my ambition. I'm showing you through my energy. I'm showing you through my goals and, and, and making sure that I'm doing everything that I set out to do. I'm showing you through that because examples are life's greatest teachers. Sometimes we are not going to hear what you say for seeing what you do. So you want to make sure that you're teaching someone else to be great. You're teaching someone else to be strong and firm in their beliefs and their dreams. And just for 2021, let's just do this. Let's just crush everything relentlessly. Let's just make it happen and be resilient. If I can't tell you anything else, that's what I want you to take away from today's message. You are resilient. And, and I'm resilient, but we can't just say that word and walk away from it. We got to live that. So I hope that someone who's listening today who felt like they couldn't do it, you can. Just take down those, those letters and those meanings behind that name resilient, that word, I'm sorry, behind resilient and make it happen. You can do this. I believe in you. If no one else tells you that, I just did. Be awesome. <laughs> Okay, Resilient Land, that concludes this week's show of Resilient Living. Tune in next week for another amazing discussion with one of the world's most resilient women. Remember, I am resilient, and guess what? You are too. I would love to hear your feedback. Email me at info at tiaacker.com. And make sure you subscribe to the Resilient Magazine at www.resilientmagazine.com. Come on, ladies. We're waiting to hear from you. Produced by Three Beats.